you're listening to the Red Diamond Courier, an Elder Scrolls podcast. Here are your hosts, Bob Chichinsky and Dog Bark 24. Welcome everyone to the 100th and final episode of the Red Diamond Courier. Ah, just kidding. Did did we get you? Did your heart drop a little bit? Dogs did. Yeah, I was like, wait a second. That's a thing. Well, (laughs) I mean, I guess. uh, Yeah, right, bro. You're sucking. You're you're trapped for another (laughs) hundred already, bro. Your contract uh, states specific things. I'm just kidding. But uh, welcome, everyone. Thank you guys so much for being here. We are here, uh, as always, uh, Bob Chichinsky and my good, good friend, Dog Bark 24 for the 100th freaking time. And, uh, yeah, it's crazy. We have, uh, you know, taken a little bit of time since our last episode to plan out this episode. And uh, you'll be very excited to know that we have no plans still so yeah yeah there you go i mean there's also a lot of uh, you know scheduling conflicts too you know like i also you know became a master thief in real life so that was pretty amazing you know stealing my own car and my own id like (laughs) pretty impressive like it, it, this is all of account of dog's neighbor who has <laughs> called the cops on you. How many times? Well, enough <laughs> for no reason to. It's not like you know we're blasting music. It's like, oh, we don't like your dog. Your dog barks because there's people running around. Uh, your, you know, your your dog barks twenty four. <laughs> yeah. So see that sounds bad because you know twenty four seven, but <laughs> it sounds like it, that's where you got your gamer tag from. <laughs> maybe, maybe. I mean, I think that's what the neighbor thinks, right? Dude, if you told her that your name is Dog Park twenty four, <laughs> she would probably just call the cops. She probably would. She probably She'd like, like this guy's impersonating as somebody else. Do you know what he just told me? <laughs> about the dog embarking he said 24 <laughs> what does that what could that mean yeah she's very uh pleasant yeah yeah so dog uh dog has been doing all kinds of fun things um you know i've been busy too okay you know i have a life dog yeah I do a lot of things. But um, did you steal your own car, though? <laughs> I did not steal my own car. Okay. I did my record. We've been working on a new song with my band these last two weeks. So there you go. That, that, and that's pretty good. Yeah. And I wrote a lot of this one. Like, in the, like, sometimes I just show up and it's like, here. But sometimes I'm like, I manufacture it a bit more. So, like, those are, like, you know, clearly more of my favorite songs but um this one has been a lot of fun and we've been like uh i've been like doing some screaming on some of the songs lately and so it's like uh it's fun 
but we also like we record in a house you know so i'm like i can't also help but imagine the neighbors are just next door like oh my god who is just screaming at the top of their lungs in this house next door yeah i mean they haven't called the cops on you yet though so yeah, well you're right yeah i don't have to <laughs> deal with that yeah. <laughs> i would say people in california are much meaner but uh apparently not well i mean i think just just that my neighbor you know nobody likes the neighbor not the police, not the fire department, not the EMS. <laughs> She's like, like the she... one like the the they answer or they see the number when they're gonna answer and they're like, ah, it's this old lady again. Here we go. <laughs> it's sixty four oh six Indiana Boulevard. <laughs> Here we go again. Yeah, like she's made complaints about uh the fire department and EMS speeding down like the road because they share the same road as that I live on and she complains about them speeding when going out on calls like yeah <laughs> someone's house is burning down or someone's dying like yeah they should they should be speeding like man well what if there is a raccoon or a possum okay in the middle <laughs> of the street yeah you have to be careful <laughs> All right, so before we go off more on tangents about our own random lives, which I guarantee you we probably will, because uh, we have very uh, just, you know, what are we going to talk about but us? It's 100 episodes. We do have some plans. Don't worry. Um, so let's talk some ESO, dog. There is some news going on right now. Yeah, uh the Andana event happened, and that was very fun. And the boxes were amazing. Like, pretty much everything that we're like, yeah, that'd be pretty great if they did that. But they probably won't, because that'd be, like, too amazing. Well, the boxes were amazing, and the drops were curated for each dungeon. Like, that was amazing. They should strive to make every event as amazing as that Undaunted event was. Like, I... It, it literally created i don't know if created is recreated my just super addiction for eso because like the sticker book for me the problem was that i had played elder scrolls for four years and i had to keep getting rid of all these basic set pieces that i was never going to use and Dogged and I, believe me, we tried to save set pieces, and we realized quickly that due to the limited inventory capacity that you could do in Elder Scrolls, even with full bank space, all the possible storage chests in your house, everything, you know, due to dungeon sets being bound to you, and you can't put them in guild banks or anything, there's a very finite space of you know, storage that you can have. So you can't save every set piece. And by the time the collection system came out, I was playing on PC. And that basically meant when I got back to Xbox this year, the only things I had in my sticker book were the literal things I had in my bank or on all of my characters. So to say the least, it was not as much as you would like to see. So 
by the time the Undaunted event comes around, I was at 1210 set pieces in my collection system, which, you know, may sound like a lot for some people that are just starting. I don't know. It may sound very low for other people. Dog to sitting there at like 4,500 on Xbox. Um, one of our other guildies, Rob, the princess, sitting at like 3,300 on PC. That seems like a pretty freaking solid number. I think Graham said he was about the same, 3335 on Xbox. So that's kind of what I'm striving for, because like, these are people that have been playing consistently on their you know, uh, consoles uh, or dedicated systems or whatever, you know. I actually should check what I'm at on PC, because that would be interesting. But during this event, I was able to go all the way up from 1210 to 1500 set pieces collected that's just insane to even think about over 300 set pieces collected and i mean you know we're talking pieces from fungal grotto moira sewers so i mean um you know i had no pieces collected so it's easy to you know just like everything i was getting was a new piece but there's so many uh there's so many instances in the ESO where you could just go do something and every drop you're going to get from that is a new drop for you. So, I mean, it's like filling the sticker book now has become my full addiction. I don't know if you guys follow me on Twitter, you've definitely seen it. And especially on the stream too, like my thing right now, which I've been streaming again, I got to stream two times last week. It was super awesome. Didn't get to do it this week because, like, you know, we were saying earlier, just life was super crappy and busy schedules this week. Um, I had car trouble. Super fun. So, And you guys know I drive my car, you know, for a living. So that sucked. But, um, you know, regardless, uh, this has been my new thing I've been doing. It's like... I want to fill the sticker book. I think it's a really fun thing to like uh, stream and like uh, bring, you know, new players in that maybe just want to be able to, you know, get new set pieces and stuff or like, or having trouble figuring out how to farm or maybe not understanding ways to farm easily without, uh, you know, group members, stuff like that. Or even just, you know, people who want to chill and just, you know, see someone filling up the sticker book. So that's kind of my new thing. That's like the guy I'm trying to beat right now. I just want to be the guy that fills up the entire sticker book. I want to fill every single page that I can. Uh, probably the hardest one clearly for me is going to be vet trials because I still never do vet trials. So we'll see how that goes. I'm sure that if I really wanted to, I could get into them. I just, I mean, I know that I have the skill to get into them. Like, I could push the DPS numbers. I just have to go farm the meta sets, do the meta things that, you know, people want to see. And you guys know that I just... Uh, it just makes me cringe even seeing those words and thinking about doing that, you know? So, uh, who knows? But even if I... Like, I'm kind of thinking, looking at the bar, there's probably like 10,000 set pieces at least in the game. So if I was getting close to that number at all, that would be kind of cool. So uh, I've been rambling now, but that's kind of my thing. And I've been 
since the Undaunted event, which was amazing and what got me started on this ramble. Uh, I got to 1,500 during that, and now I'm almost up to 1,800. And on my yeah. streams, I completed a few, so it's been awesome. That 1,800 is, you know, pretty impressive. Like, like that's a lot. Um, I'm yeah, at... <laughs> I'm at a little bit over uh, 4,700, and it's like a little bit over half. So yeah, I think there might be like 9,000 around that range. 9,000 total set pieces, so... There you go. So pretty much since the moment I said Dog was at around 4,500, he's just been sitting there like, oh my god, I cannot wait to say that I'm actually <laughs> around 4,700. Yeah, pretty much. Um, yeah. I also, you know, completed the entirety of base game uh, zones. All of AD, Daggerfall, uh, Ebonheart Pact, and Cold Harbor. Which is pretty much where I'm starting. So, yeah, Dog yeah. is just flexing all over. So thank you, Dog. But he also is my mentor in how to accomplish <laughs> these things. So, it is what it is. It's it's cool that, you know, when Dog started, I got to teach him things. And he gets to teach me things now, too. It's just, it's cool. But, I don't know if you guys also heard us on the 10th Divine podcast this is our first recording since uh we were on that we haven't had to shout them out so me and dog got featured on an episode of the 10th divine podcast they feature all kinds of different content creators super fun show uh two really uh awesome hosts who are just love elder scrolls and are super dedicated to their craft and it was really really fun to uh get to sit there and get interviewed um, on a, you know, show that, you know, uh, the one of the hosts, Shanty, is a person who joined our Discord who is a fan of our show, and he started his own show. And it's almost like, it's pretty much how I got our start show started. Like, you know, I was a fan of robots, and I, you know, joined his thing, and I was on Elder Scrolls Lurkast as a patron, and then we started our show, so... I don't know. The circle it you know, the circle keeps rolling and it's so so awesome. It was so fun to be on there with Dog. This is the first time that we got to be interviewed uh really as like a duo. Um well not true because we were on Tales together too. So yeah, that wasn't really an interview, that was just like we were talking about a, a PvP, right? Yeah, it was it was a PvP really dedicated episode. Yeah. So it, but yeah, yeah, so in that sense, it was like the first time we really got to just talk to about like us together being us. So it was cool and it was fun and definitely recommend uh, you guys should check it out for sure. So that's the 10th Divine podcast over there. And thank you guys to you again so much for having us on. That was just a lot of fun. Yeah, it was it was a blast being on there. And uh you know, I, I finally got to be able to tell kind of like my Elder Scrolls origins that I've never really, really talked about. And yeah, I, I think it might surprise a few people because, oh, yeah, you can listen over, over there, right? So I know I was going to say, well, <laughs> not, well, what better time to tell them than the 100th episode? But I mean, now it's this mysterious thing that we kind of have yeah. to leave open ended. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
But it is definitely worth a listen. You guys should go check it out and give them some love for sure. And now, if it's the only place anyone could hear dogs, uh, Elder Scrolls Origins, it's an exclusive. It is, yeah. Unless you know anyone else wants to, you know, have us on their show, you know, we're we're available. <laughs> I say that when we have such a difficult time recording one podcast. <laughs> we're available. Hit us up. Hey dog, do you want to record sometime soon? Yeah, let's talk in ten days. <laughs> Sounds good. Fifteen. <laughs> um all right, so there is a really cool high event oh man i can't even there is there's a high event going on right now i don't know if you guys are loving it me and dog or i i can't i'm i'm indifferent i want to love it so freaking bad i love high isle you guys have heard me on the cast how much i love high isle there's just and it's my fault it's my own fault i gotta say i thought i built it up in my own head that it was going to be double drops for everything of this year's content. So I was thinking all the dungeons were going to be double drops too, like the four dungeons of the year. And I was very wrong. But not only on top of that, Dogs has been in there trying to farm different things, and he hasn't gotten double drops from public dungeons or the volcanic vents right dog yeah although when i checked they didn't specific uh specify that volcanic vents were going to be double but the uh public dungeons definitely were supposed to be but i only did kill one boss and i'm like okay well this must be glitched like the somerset morrowind daedric war celebration or event i don't think a daedric war is really a celebration but uh well it's a celebration <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, maybe. Uh, Dangerous celebrate war, dog. That's a different culture. You just don't get it. Yeah, you're probably right. Uh, but yeah, so I, only, I killed one boss. To see, it wasn't double drops. Like, oh, well, maybe it's like that event where it, it didn't work for that event. So I didn't try anymore. So. Fair enough. So not confirmed on that, but for sure the volcanic event. Yeah. Volcanic event, I don't think it was supposed to be. So. Which is a bummer, but yeah, yeah trials, trials are double drops, so that's trials nice. are double drops, and that is well, nice. Bosses and double bosses are double are double drops too. So, and you much. do get double drops from the daily quests as well, the coffers. Yep, you can get some style pages from the not style pages. You can get some motif pages from the yeah from the daily quest boxes. So. Those are good. I mean, you gotta. This is the best time to finish this. Get them out of the way. Yep, definitely the best time to fill up the high aisle sticker book, and then starting uh, to work your, your way on the Dread Cell Reef. Is that the trial? I think yes. that's what it's called. NDSR. Yeah, or VDSR if you're feeling very really brave. <laughs> no, friend. <laughs> I was in a crack going the other day. I was like. Um, DDLFNDSR, and this guy goes and chat goes, I don't understand 70% of what you just said. <laughs> and I was like, Damage dealer looking for a normal dread cell reef. 
And I put like dot dot dot. It's the current trial that has double drops during the event. <laughs> and the first one was like, "All right, now I understand, but I can't help you. Have a good day." Nice about it, right? He's he's positive. <laughs> yeah, good experience. Good yeah, experience. Some of the uh, dungeon abbreviations that I see now is like, what is that? Like, oh, like there, crazy. there are too many dungeons and they, there's like so many different like letters that are involved. Like, I think Dread Cellar is DR, which when you're when it's NDR or VDR, you're like, I, I, all I think is doctor. I'm like, what? <laughs> Like you need you need one DD doctor. What? <laughs> Why are you looking at a one DD doctor? That doesn't make sense. Man, I don't know. And then the other day, I mean, I guess this is news because it has to do with Hyle. Me and Dog. Okay, so me, I'm trying to do the trial because I need freaking World of the Depths because everyone and their mother is running it, so I want it. And I'm like, okay. Dog told me, just wait for the double drops, man. Everybody will be running the trial. So I'm like, okay. And here I am trying to run this trial. And I'm like, these people are like, oh, hey. Uh, we're doing the group. We need eight people. We need two tanks, a healer, and five DPS. And I was like, okay. Then they already have four people. That's pretty good. If I join, then they're almost halfway through a group. So I joined, and um, I joined the party, and there's, well, I joined the group, and it's me and one other person, and I was like, this is not good. And then another person immediately joined, so I was like, oh, okay, maybe they're just starting to group up. And then I joined their party, and it's me and three other people, so I was like, okay, this is kind of interesting, what's going to happen? Because only three of us were still in the group, and it was starting to fill up very slowly. Now, I started farming uh, Alakur Desert because it's the fourth region I'm working on in the Daggerfall Covenant for my sticker book. And by the time I look up, it's been 37 minutes, and we have like six, like a half trial group. And I'm like, oh my god, what is happening? So I go to Craglin and look, and I'm like, they're still just, like, putting out the message dedicatedly, like, they're trying. I'm like, wow, this is uh, not what I expected. And um, a couple of little while goes by, we got, like, eight people, and someone else joins the group, and I look up, Dog Bark has joined your group. I'm like, what the hell just happened? And I go, i like, dude, someone, like, had to... Like, is, there's no way it's dog. And then I looked, I was like, oh my god, dude, it is dog. It's like, he must have joined off my thing. Like, he must have tried to join my group thinking, you know, I was probably by myself. And he's like, what the hell, there's 11 people in here. And then I see him join the party. I was like, oh my god, dude, no way. He just literally joined this group as a freaking child group. And that's exactly what happened. And you would think that this story has a happy ending, but 
we continued to wait for like 40 more minutes and then we got up to 10 people and it never got any more and dog eventually had to bail because it was already like two in the morning for him and the worst part is that i was like i should bail when dog did because i was tired already and i was falling asleep and uh i didn't and they got a full group like 10 minutes later and i was like oh no and uh i had told one of my friends that i would like he was coming to pick something up or something and I know when he comes to pick some up, he's going to want to hang out for at least like a little bit. And I had to just bail on the Tara group because I would have fallen asleep anyways, though. But yeah, I felt so bad. So I should have bailed much longer ago. But it's easy to fill a DPS slot, right, dog? Uh, yeah, yeah, usually it is, um, especially for just normal trial during an event. Yeah, and um, I mean, you know, after waiting an hour plus for a trial, <laughs> that's just, you have a, more than a, enough excuse of a reason to leave. Oh yeah, 100%. Like, that trial takes so long too. Like, I did a couple runs today and they're all over an hour long. And you it got was multiple just... runs in. I'm so jealous. Yeah, I I, I got a group that was that is like pretty consistent. We got a good core, two tanks, two healers, and a bunch of DPS. Where I was actually DPSing on my healer, so I wasn't really putting out you know that much DPS. But hey, okay, you know, stop right people... there. What, what when you say healer, quote unquote? What are these sets you're currently running on your healer, <laughs> quote unquote? False God or Crafty <laughs> The same thing that my quote unquote healer has been running for three years, four years. Do you run that for all content? Yeah. Even like when we do like hard mode content? Yeah. 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 I, I don't change it. My build hasn't changed for, for four years. So, or three years or whenever uh, False God came out or Crafty Elfeek. Yeah, I don't know. They came out at the same time. So. I thought you ran Eldorima for a while. Only in Trials. Oh, really? Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Well, I mean, has Elsewhere been out for four years? I think it's three years. I think it was 2019. So, because I think 2018 was Somerset. So, what did you run before False God? Eldorima? Maybe. Probably. Uh, yeah, I, I don't remember. So, <laughs> dog is like, I don't want to remember your time Actually, before I... this amazing falls and crafty all feet. They both came out with elsewhere. So, what were you running before? <laughs> I think then? it was War Maiden and maybe Alarima, um, maybe okay, Seducer, okay. maybe Cagranic's Hope because we died a lot back then. <laughs> like a lot. <laughs> we died a lot, bro. This game is hard. <laughs> so there you go, people. If you want to, you know, heal in this game, you just have to run the False God Crafty Elfeek Earthcore and Dog uh, Recipe. You know what? I gotta say, Dog. I looked up, like, ten healer builds uh, the other day, and I gotta say, no one was running any of those sets except Earthcore, so... 
you should just make your own dogged website and be like, um, this is the one build that's on the dogged website because it's <laughs> the only build you will ever need. All you have to do is make 10 Templars on every account you have and put false god crafty Elfika and Earthcore on them. And yeah. you could have a couple different monster sets for variation in case <laughs> you feel like getting a bit crazy. Yeah. And you have to make sure you have your Wild of the Hunt ring because sometimes you just want to go fast. Wild of the Hunt ring. <laughs> yeah, ring of the Wild Hunt, Wild Hunt ring. I don't know. No, Wild of the Hunt. <laughs> this is perfect. Yeah. Well, you're hunting wildly, so you're, yeah. You are a wild of the hunt. My, right. By my statement, wild of the hunt. Wild of the hunt ring. You know, some people might say that it sounds better. <laughs> Nobody probably says that sounds better. But that's okay. So if anybody does remember that we were talking about a high aisle event at some point, there are some cool things you could get from the boxes. Um, You know, the first daily quest is going to give you the cool box. The rest of them are going to give you the basic box. And the first one, there's a guaranteed chance for one or more of the following items. A random crafting material, high aisle treasure, style item for high aisle motifs, high aisle overland set item, companion gear, but for that, Ember or Isabel must be your active companion. So not only do you have to have a companion active when opening the boxes, but it has to be Ember or Isabel to participate. So that is a bit of a eye roll for me, honestly. It should just be any companion. You're already pushing high aisle enough in this event. Like, Everyone feels basically already like crap if they don't have it, and they're not going to get anything from this event. So, anyone getting the boxes already has a high aisle. I don't know why Ember or Isabel would have to be the companion that you have on it, but okay, sure. Yeah, I kind of uh, agree with that. Yeah, right. So, but you also have a chance for one of the following: high aisle furnishing, aisle furnishing recipe. Which apparently is what one of our guildies, the 40s, super excited about. And I gotta say, I never picked him as a housing guy, personally. And then you could get high aisle treasure maps or survey reports, which they have surveys in high aisle now? Jeez. High aisle motif page or a small chance for a tradable page of the new Oaken Order armor style. I think I've only gotten like one or two of those pages. Granted, I played for, I think this event's been up three, four days, and I've only been played, like, two. So, you know, two two style pages in two days, I guess that's decent, but. Oh, yeah. That's about all you can expect in this day and age of events. Yeah. It kind of sucks because, like, the Undaunted event was so good. The drops were amazing, and the boxes were amazing. And then this one is just meh. Yeah, the boxes are definitely... Like, 
I'm not even doing so much of the boxes. I'm just doing the event more to get like drops. Yeah. So, dog, why don't you give out some of these uh, milestone rewards here so we could wrap up this event? All right. So there is a little achievement thing that you have to do uh, to help participate for the milestone. You have to go collect, I think, six. Let me check. Press the wrong button twice. Yeah. All right. So you have to collect uh, six striking locales throughout High Isle and Menos, and then the little, the little eyeballs with the like the eye eye above it or the line above it. Yeah. And it's the uh, Pathfinder achievement. Yeah, the Pathfinder achievement. Thank you. Uh, so you have to complete that, and after so a certain amount of percentages, you get rewards. So for thirty three percent, you get the Oaks Promise markings. Uh, 66% is the plant yourself emote. And then the 100% is the ascendant horde box. The apple sack salamander pet for ESO plus members only. And the super secret reward, which is the Elder Scrolls Iron. Iron. Why? <laughs> Why did I say that? That makes no sense. Uh, the Elder Scrolls Online Fire Song DLC. So, I mean, yeah, you know, free DLC for everyone, dude. Yeah. And, you know, like, I don't know, it's kind of anticlimactic for people who have been subscribed to ESO Plus for like five years, I guess. But to be fair, for anyone who, you know, buys dlcs which you know there's people out there who do it that is a freaking absolute win because it's not just dungeons and stuff it's actual story and like content and if you just bought high aisle you know and like you're a person who just maybe buys the chapters in the year you don't really care about the new dungeons and the extra zone then this is like just a crazy win this is the second time they've done it now. They gave away Merkmeyer for free as a daily reward, which was much easier to get. But uh, Merkmeyer also is like planned content for like five years. So. Yeah. Uh, oh, no, this is the third time because there was that. And then last year during the Blackwood event, it, it was kind of like the same setup where we got Deadlands DLC for, for free. Oh, really? Yeah. That was also the super secret reward. Wow. Shows yeah. how out of touch I was with the Blackwood and uh, everything DLC last year. That's good, though. I'm glad to see that they're going on a trend of, uh, you know, giving things for free and following it. So outside of these other rewards, there is a Ascendant Horde box. And it's going to be the last thing uh, we get when we hit 100%. It's kind of like the Russian, you know, stacking dolls of box reward boxes. It just keeps opening and opening and opening. It's a lot of fun, and it has all kinds of fun stuff. Um, main big thing is the Ascendant Lord statue. So if you uh, were one of the lucky people who decided to drop a bunch of money on a statue, um, 
of the Ascendant Lord that came out earlier this year in real life, then uh, you are very, uh, I don't know, I was going to say smart person, but that might lead you to believe you're going to get this for free just because you bought the statue. Um, luckily, I get to tell you, at least we're all going to get it for free. You don't have to pay money for it. But it's not just because we bought the statue. Even though, wouldn't that be cool? Like, oh, you buy the statue and you get in the game too? Like, that would be the literal coolest thing ever. That would be pretty cool, yeah. But, and, you know, they keep making the statues in the game. So I'm like, they should just do that. Like, oh, if you bought it, you get it for free in the game. Like, that would be, that would justify, you know, some of the prices they charge for them. But (laughs) I'm not going to get into that. So, dog, why don't you talk about this? interesting comment that you saw yeah so an interesting comment that i kind of saw mentioned on one of the posts was that they were talking about how the somerset you know way back when uh the somerset event felt more like a community a community event because the people were like there every every day trying to encourage people to go complete the pathfinder ch- achievement and they were helping people out like i don't think you, you would go a single day with uh, before you hit 100% without people saying, "Hey, we uh, we need people to go do this Pathfinder achievement." Now, I don't think I've seen it mentioned it once in Zone Chat at all. Like none. I haven't seen it, and that's kind of because people would just expect the 100% reward to be given. So it kind of just sucks because it used to be you know something that was really really cool, and now it's like a meh type deal the community involvement really isn't there anymore which kind of sucks because you know back during somerset uh that there was huge community involvement the dragon one uh where you had to kill a bunch of dragons that had huge community involvement uh skyrim it like it was similar to this one and there was community involvement it definitely dropped blackwood dropped a lot but now for High Isle, like there's like like I said, I haven't seen anyone say anything about uh, Pathfinder achievement in Zone Chat at all. So that's a bit shocking. Yeah, actually, I mean, I don't think I've seen anyone mention it at all either. But uh, it's not like it's a hard achievement to get to. So it's like I don't know. Do people really need help with it? I mean, it's nice to have like way shrines because I know that during the other events, I'm like, all right, I can have this person environment. I can travel to this person so I can have like a northwest way shriner and northeast way shrine, west, south, you know, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. I, and it is true, which I don't think people would be against helping people, though. They just have to ask. Yeah. So. As always, even in our 100th episode, we want to take this little middle portion of our episode to remind you we are part of the insanely ungodly popular Robots Radio Podcast Network that's now filled with more shows than I even can wrap my head around, so if you think you're better than me, you should go check it out. And uh, that will be at robotsradio.net, so uh, thank us later. Go check it out now. In a world where solid-state electronics and vacuum tubes are still meta, 
People never stop loving atomic-powered everything. A chosen 500 stepped inside a subterranean vault to be spared the nuclear horror of the inevitable Great War. 25 years later, they emerge after the fallout settles to retake Appalachia. Among them, two former rivals whose blood feud will tear West Virginia apart and their epic struggle for survival. Chad, a vault bro who has a strength of 15, an intelligence of two, and is a complete wasteland dickhead. Simon, a complicated anti-hero who chooses light and hope, but accidentally becomes a cannibal and wakes up naked and afraid with a Scorch Beast Queen after a date goes terribly wrong. What? I mean, it's a wild wasteland, right? This dark humor radio drama will have you driving off the road and crawling out from under the fallout. Two men. One wasteland. And so many nukes. Chad, a Fallout 76 podcast, rated R. Now streaming on your holotape player podcasty thing. So, now, dog, here we are. We've been doing this a hundred times. There's been uh, some crazy times, some good times, all kinds of times. I think right here, right after the break, it's probably a good time for us to just toss in our uh, our bloopers. All right, that, that, yeah, we can do that. We saved uh, a few different bloopers, and we chose two different ones. One from Dog, one from me, of us both being goofs. Um, <laughs> they're both pretty funny and both a lot of fun. I'm not sure if there is uh, cursing in them, but if there is then uh yeah i'll try and mark it or something and you might want to check out for that but other than that you know it's just a lot of fun so i would hope you guys enjoy this little break of us being serious and you know here's some just total ridiculousness all right so, back to Eastgrim mechanics, alright? So, he would jump up and slam the down. <laughs> slam the down. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> he would jump up and... Slam, slam the down. down. <laughs> <laughs> I'm drunk now, dude. <laughs> He'll be slamming the down all night long. <laughs> I, I should make like a fucking techno song. He will <laughs> slam the down. <laughs> All right. And this is what people will pay money for, man. I gotta keep these recordings. <laughs> I mean, you should, right? <laughs> now, this costs 5,265 magic as of right now. Which is way out there. But if you have like Game Pass Ultimate or whatever, you can download this. 
what what did I just start talking about? I don't know. It sounded like something about a Game Pass Ultimate, which makes no sense at all. <laughs> yeah, I have no idea what I just started talking about, dude. Oh my god, man! I'm I'm, I'm barely hanging on. We're, we're so close. We're yeah, we're so talking close. about Game Pass Ultimates, and it doesn't make sense. But I was so I was really devoted into it. Hmm. Um, I'm just gonna start over. <laughs> All right. We definitely uh, hope you guys enjoyed our uh, little bloopers. Things, uh, you know, I, I'll say in my defense, you know, we record very late at night. <laughs> That's all yeah. I said. Yeah, you know, I'll say that, you know, it's even later for me. So, you know, my slams, the downs, uh, makes more sense, you know, Game Pass Ultimate, right? <laughs> you know what dog you're younger than me so the balance is out somewhere <laughs> i guess yeah that makes sense maybe all right so for our 100th episode other than me and dog just going back and forth at each other uh we do have a couple different just reviews and mentions to talk about so uh, the, this first one is really cool. It's actually a full review we got on Apple Podcasts uh, just a few days ago, 922. It's a five-star review titled Solid. Now, the review reads, There are ESO podcasts that always seem angry at ESO. There are ESO podcasts that seem like Zoss-sponsored corporate content masquerading as a podcast. Then there's these guys. The first time I heard this, I turned it off. Just sounded like two dudes hanging out. But, growing a little bored of the other ESO content out there, I gave them another shot. And you know what? That's exactly what this podcast is. Two dudes who genuinely like the game. They are honest about the changes they don't like, but they're never the sky is falling. It's just like listening to a couple of friends who play the game more than you. It's a solid listen if you're a regular player. I gotta say, I don't think a review has ever encapsulated exactly what our podcast means so well. Yeah, that's a pretty solid review. Like, man, that person thought that one out, no doubt. Uh, super appreciate that. And that review is from uh, JJ Andis? Jay Landis? I don't know, something like that. We super appreciate it. Thank you for encapsulating all that we are so well in one review. You should write books or something. Yeah, thanks for the review. It's pretty... Solid review. Okay, so thank you to Jay Landis or JJ Landis, whichever things are far away from my face. Um, we really appreciate your review. Very awesome. We did uh, also, since, you know, we put out stuff on uh, social media all week and you guys were very shy to reply so we did some polls instead well we did one that really pertains to us so as far as that one goes we asked what uh 
your guys' favorite type of episodes that we do are dungeon guides, patch notes, class deep dives, or region guides. And uh, we have 15 votes, and you guys will be excited to hear that literally patch notes, class deep dives, and region guides all get the exact same amount of votes, and dungeon guides was like one short. So, uh, I mean, I'm assuming that it was like four each for the other ones and three for one. Like, wow, man. that That's amazing parody. You guys absolutely love all the episodes the same. It's amazing. Yeah, it is pretty amazing. They like all of the content, not just, you know, one. So I call the content. And, all the content. Uh, don't be afraid, guys. We we want to hear from you guys. So, um, we did put some other stuff out, and we did get some replies from some people for sure. So, we had a message from our one and only awesome friend in our guild and uh, dedicated patron of Elder Scrolls Lorecast, Rob the Princess. Uh, super awesome dude. He left us a tweet that says, Dear Red Diamond Cast, First off, I mean, it's a happy upcoming 100th episode message, and that's his words. So, Dear at Red Diamond Cast, it's entirely your fault, Bob and Dogged, that I don't really hate PvP anymore. You guys really changed my perspective on it. When I got to play with the group you helped facilitate, we made awesome memories. I looked forward to the Mayhem events every time now. So, there you go. It's uh, official that our dedication to PvP has at least uh, swayed one person. And uh, we were definitely like, come on, guys. Even if you don't like PvP, let's, uh, you know, hop in the group for the event. And I promise you won't regret it and they didn't so it's really really cool thank you rob for leaving that message and pvp is like one of the it's always one of the original focuses of our cast and it continues today so it's really cool to see uh that we help change the mind of someone even if slightly yeah uh running uh pvp with you know the lore casters and other guildies in our discord has always been a fun time. Uh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Thanks. Doug. So other than that, we got a few other messages. Um, one from the man, the myth, the legend Lotus of doom host, co-host of tales of Tamriel or host. I don't know. Sometimes arcs there. Uh, and then you've got the co-host of the Elder Scrolls Larkast. This dude's all over the place. So he says, uh, he definitely say his favorite memory was getting to say hi during the ESO Vegas event in person, right at the formation of our show and getting to see how much we've grown and become a staple of the podcast community. Also, EP Forever, which, wow, Lotus, 
that's just that's disgusting. And he says he also eventually got to pronouncing uh, my name correctly instead of just saying Bob Chickens. And yes, that did take a while. I'm pretty sure Ark still just gives me a Bob Chickens, which is totally acceptable. I lean into it, honestly. But I appreciate the correctness. And that is a uh, very awesome Lotus. Uh, I can't say that uh, ESO Vegas is one of the best memories, you know, of my... Honestly, like, I, I've always wanted to go to something like that of a video game I love. Uh, so it's one of my favorite memories for sure of anything but of content creation probably like one of the top so uh yeah definitely a lot of fun and uh screw ep dc all the way we bleed blue yeah for a second there i thought he was going to uh mention that he pronounces you know indrix as indirix now but i guess not so <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh, really? But no. I guess oh I just have to keep on pronouncing it wrong. Someday, one person will start pronouncing it wrong. And that'll be amazing. <laughs> you know, you just have to really go through Tales of Tamriel to see if he ever says indirect. <laughs> yeah, maybe. So we do we did send out a tweet like five days ago uh when I thought we might record, but we ended up taking five days. So but we did get some replies on it and we super appreciate those who did. Uh Benevolent Bodie, the one and only ESO calendar mancer who runs uh the most amazing calendar and countdowns to every ESO thing that's going on. Uh, if you want to know what day's events are, what days the tickets start and stop, how many you can get, all that great info, what, you know, endeavors or which day, uh, info on where you can finish each endeavor. I mean, this guy's got it all on his website, and he always takes the time of day to, uh, uh, you know, like and retweet stuff and comment on Twitter, and it's just really, really awesome of him. So he goes on to say... Topic, why would anyone choose a faction other than EP? And why is the only reason to be able to buy AD and DC style items for sealed writs? Dog, do you have any comments on this uh, preposterous statement? Well, you know, if he was true to his faction, I don't think he'd be crafting those master writs or sell those master writs because really you're just supplying your enemy. Or you're supplying a random person to supply your enemy. So I think the correct answer there should be that he should only join DC and not craft anything for EP or AD and just destroy any Master Writ with the AD or EP style material in it because you can't be giving EP and AD, you know, good gear or good weapons. You can't allow that, so... This is a serious vendetta you have. <laughs> yeah. But I can't say I don't agree with you. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. I mean, honestly, DC is just the best. EP is fun, but, you know, the further you get in their stories and stuff, you're like, it's icky. So, 
You just yeah, go to I the club and move somewhere else. I mean, we learned in High Isle that EP still has slavery going on, so they slave the Argonians in Khajiit, so. Yeah, and apparently uh, you as well. Okay, uh, next up we have uh, Brad B. Uh, he says, when I listened to your podcast, I was like, I wonder what these two guys half my age can teach an old cool like me. Actually, it was quite a bit. I really like your format and laid back atmosphere. Well, uh, thank you. And I'm, I'm glad you like our format and thank you for the comment. Yeah. Brad has always definitely also been a proponent and a fan of our show. So super appreciate it, my dude. Thank you for, uh, always dropping a like and a reply for us on Twitter and just knowing, uh, that you're one of the people out there listening. It's super awesome. And it's cool because uh, for me, like, I I went to college to teach, and it's still my goal to do that someday. Um, so being able to kind of, like, use this as a platform to, you know, that's what we always wanted to do is be able to spread our knowledge to players and... Uh, this game is amazing. It's so wide and there's so much vast amount of things you do that it's easy to not know every little nook and cranny. There's some things that you just pick up over time and it's uh, cool to be able to spread that kind of knowledge. And uh, really cool that you're listening, man. Super appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah, uh, because I don't really check Twitter too much. I know that there's been times where, like, where Brad, like, either liked or retweet something so it shows up in my feed of the show i'm like oh i should i should have probably did that but uh all right i guess i know about it now <laughs> yeah so basically brad does being dogged better than dog <laughs> yeah pretty much uh yeah i'm really bad at social media like really bad Okay, Dog runs the Facebook. So go follow us over there on uh, <laughs> Red Diamond Facebook. So uh, we have one last comment on this. And uh, I'm not going to lie. I totally missed this one. It was, it was posted a couple days after. But super, super thank you to, I believe, I exclamation point Zuck or I, I Zuck. I don't know. At Laker Bacon 2, which is much sexier, I gotta say. You should just roll with that. Anyways, they go on to say, uh, which the post was, I, don't, I didn't even read it. I guess I should have. Um, we were asking for uh, people to post what they like about the cast or something they've learned from the cast or even just how they found out about us. And uh, that's what prompted all these people to drop some replies. We also got this last one that says, PvP positioning for survival, buff maintenance tips, and then they go on to say, like, dot, 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 new PvP meta, question mark, all crit damage, question mark, new PvP set feedback, metas, nocturnal ploy, I think? Um, I don't know. Something like that. But that is just awesome that someone is listening to us for our PvP content as well. It's just, it's a great world we live in when you do something and you have an idea behind it and it just, like, people get it. It's like, wow, that's so cool. 
yeah, uh, I'm not really too sure like what the new PvP meta is because there's not really a uh, PvP meta. Like, there's a lot of good sets like Vicious Death, bombing. Bombing is always going to be quote unquote meta, but that's just because you're bombing. Uh, Dark Convergence is kind of in meta, uh, but also it's not because it's very situational. So meta for PvP changes all the time. I do an all, all crit damage build. It's pretty insane. Uh, so that that can definitely work inside of PvP. Um, Nocturnal Ploy, I don't really see the, why everyone likes it so much. Um, and I don't know too much about Mara's, but yeah. My, my uh, Samplar uh, crit PvP build is actually pretty fun, though. So I definitely recommend a PvP build using the Oaken Order. Or, oh, you know, it's Oaken Soul Ring and Order's Wrath. So that's fun. All right, next up, uh, we have a, I have a Discord comment from uh, Gummy Bear M. And he says, Hey, I just wanted to say that you and Bob are awesome. And I've been enjoying the Red Diamond Courier at work. I, and I'm currently on episode 50. I hope y'all keep up the podcast, and if you get a chance, mess with Bob using your pet sword healer and shriek around a dungeon, haha. And then, uh, but for real, thank y'all for what you do. So yeah, unfortunately, my uh, shriek healer, my shriek sword healer, is not really in the best situation right now. But who knows? Maybe in the future, I can go shrieking around. Maybe, who knows? That's just a lot of work I need to do on this on that stork healer, though. Yeah, I don't know about all that uh, circular nonsense, but I guess yeah, I appreciate your con or your comment all the same. But uh, you don't need to get dog started, okay? He he doesn't have crazy stuff on his own. Yeah. All right, and then uh, lastly, uh, we're kind of, kind of just gonna finish up with some random encounters that we weren't really expecting. Um, the first one comes from uh, Scotticus one one seven, and I actually went Scotticus while we were running the Quagmire AP train during Mid Year Mayhem. So, yeah, uh, that's definitely not something that I really think about when I'm just uh, one running in circles while I'm watching Critical Role or Netflix or anything like that. Uh, but I don't really expect, or I don't really think about, you know, meeting people inside of Tamriel that listen to our show on Xbox. And it's happened a few times, but whenever it does, it's always like, oh, that's amazing. And for uh, this last kind of one we've got here, we have both uh, seen our good friend Tribe1689 uh mainly in Cyrodiil during PvP plenty of times. And uh, you know, sometimes the AD is up on the DC and the first one to let us know about it is always Tribe. So there you go, Tribe. Uh yeah. congratulations on being a freaking banana yellow. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Yeah, Bob's also a banana yellow. Or he was. He was a banana hey yellow. Hey, guy. So. Hey, guy. Three years as a blue washes everything away. <laughs> That's what they say in Glenumbra. I don't know. Don't quote me. All right, dog. Do we have anything else for the people? 
No, I think that's it. All right, people. We love you. We hung out. Oh, this is what I said on Twitter earlier. It was like some elegant stuff. I don't know. You guys should go look at it. But basically, I said <laughs> that I love you. <laughs> well, you have, to leave the, you have to leave a cliffhanger, dog, and then they'll huh, go look. Yeah. See? Man, I don't know anything about Twittering or... Yeah, although I guess yeah. it's podcasting. A hundred episodes later, and I'm still teaching you. <laughs> yeah, a hundred episodes in, and I still don't know a lot about podcasting. <laughs> Maybe in the next 100, I'll know a bit more. Yeah, well, then now they have to stay tuned to find <laughs> out. <laughs> yeah. All right, Doug, why don't you let them know where they can find us when we're not sitting behind these microphones like a couple goobers. All right, you can find us on Twitter of the at Red Diamond Cast. You can also find us on our Facebook of the Red Diamond Courier. You can find us on our ESOPC or Xbox Guild of Airs the Red Diamond, which you can join our Robots Radio Discord on our robotsradio.net. And if you check our show notes, you'll find all the other cool stuff, like links to our music producer, ESO-hub.com, and our sponsors, and uh, robotsradio.net, and just all kinds of awesome stuff. Plus, if you're uh, me, then you can find me on Bob Chichinsky anywhere that it's available. Just spell it right, and I'll be like, hey, this guy? And you'll be like, yeah, that's the chicken head. And what about you, Doc? Uh, I'm uh, at DogBark24, Xbox, Twitter, and ESOPC. So. Nice and easy there, as always. Yep. We appreciate you guys coming out, hanging out with us, celebrating our 100th episode. So, so much fun. Uh, Dog, congratulations, man. Thank you for sticking through 100 episodes with me. Um, It's just been uh, non-stuff fun the entire time. I look forward to uh, another year of great podcasting with you next year. Yep, to another year and another 100 more episodes. Yep, there you go, man. We gotta catch tails eventually. <laughs> yeah, maybe by then I'll be good at this whole social media thing. Oh, now people really <laughs> gotta hang on to find out. Yeah. Right, maybe man. I'll be caught up on Facebook for like three months. Maybe. Oh, look, maybe. man. <laughs> if you you know you're trying to find us fans on Facebook, you're gonna find us like five normal people and like <laughs> ten people who want you to play Farmville and <laughs> we're like fifty years old. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. Hey all man, right. Farmville's all right. All right. <laughs> oh God, that's why you. That's why you're getting us fans on Facebook. There you go. <laughs> so, thank you guys so much for stopping by, Dog. You have a great evening, and we will talk soon. And we will let you all. Uh, and we will talk at y'all again as soon as we can. You have a great week out there in Tamriel. And uh, tell your friends and grandmas and parents about Red Diamond Courier, even if they don't play ESO. They'll like it. We have uh, some person said that a little while ago, so it's in our resume. Yeah, seems legit. Uh, Have a good one.
out all the shows at robotsradio.net. Hey, I'm Tom. And I'm Stuart. And we're from the Dungeons & Dragons Lorecast. We talk about all things connected to D&D lore. And we're on the Robots Radio Network. So if you're into Dungeons & Dragons or you're into lore, then come check us out. You can find us on any podcatcher, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, wherever you get podcasts. Roll more dice. That's the Dungeons & Dragons Lorecast.